Previously on the Twistcast. Last time on the Twistcast, we talked about a DC original cartoon. Young Justice, season three. Yes. And I say original as in like... I was going to do that. That's why there was a slight pause there, but... Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They kind of took over uh, Cartoon Network property. Kind of kind of like Arrested Development. I mean, and it is still a like Netflix DC properties. show. It's just not a DC Universe original, yeah. technically. Right. Yeah, we're, we're, so, so either way, um, yeah, be sure to listen to that podcast. And uh, yeah, for this week, I am Sam. I'm Mike. I'm Jesse. So we have been uh, apart because I have been sick. God damn it. Um, yeah, it was... Let's get this man an emergency IV drip, please. It was super shitty. But over the last, like, what was it, like three weeks? Yeah. There have been, seriously, I, I would like, I would wake up, because for two days, I, I slept for like two days straight. Oh. I, I would wake up, take some medicine, and like wait a half hour for it to kick in and fall asleep again. And I swear, every time I woke up, there was something new that happened. That is yeah, a there fact. was a lot that happened. And I'm like, holy shit, like next time we do the news, this is going to be... It's going to be a lot. Yeah. So, everybody, we, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Um, Mike has a lot to unpack for you. Yes. Right off the bat. So, Let's jump right in. Let's yeah. do this. All right. As always, starting out with some comic book stuff. Uh, so, remember how last time we talked about Marvel Kevin getting a new uh, title? Yeah. Sure. Last time, maybe two times ago? Whatever. I don't remember. Uh, well, Joe Quesada, who used to be the editor-in-chief at Marvel, um, as uh Marvel Kevin got the chief creative officer. Bitter McBitterPants. He got, he's being seg- segued to Marvel Entertainment's executive vice president and creative director. So he, I think he gets a little bump there. Cool. Um, which is nice. Consolidated, whatever. So what is he? Is he above Marvel Kevin? No, he's under. Okay. I was no, going to say. Marvel Kevin rules all. Yeah. Sure. He lords above them all <sighs> on a mountain of skulls <laughs> with a sword drawn, raised in the air. I think it's more of amount of money at this point. Mm, skulls filled with money? Compromise? Sure. sure. All right. Uh, Steven Wacker, who's also an uh, editor uh, from, from Marvel, he got uh, promoted to a new role as a VP as head of content and new media, hmm. uh, which is it's good. I, I like I like talking about promotions here. Uh, a DC Comics employee, Jessica Chen, has been promoted to editor and uh, working specifically in the Batman editorial group. Which is cool because now there's a lady editor in charge of Batman, and that's a nice job, DC. Awesome. Uh, so, getting to the actual meat of comics here, uh, post City of Bane, DC's Gotham City will evoke uh, the Tim Burton Batman movie a- aesthetic. Okay. Uh, so I'm in. I'm, I'm yes. I'm I'm all not. in. I'm, I'm all in. I'm, <laughs> what? I'm hoping for not nice. a huge fan of it. Wong the Batman Tim Burton is. ones were the good ones. Yeah, I'm just I'm not a huge fan of that aesthetic. Tim Burton in general, I'm just not a huge fan like of it. Like the noir kind of vibe. I love that Batmobile. That's my favorite Batmobile. Uh, what? It's all right. I mean, I mean what? Yeah. what? Right, what's your favorite Batmobile? I don't Mister, know. Mr. I know. I feel so good about uh, trashing the Tim Burton Batmobile. Offhand? I don't know. You don't have a favorite Batmobile? He just knows he doesn't like it. Yeah, That's exactly. Weird. Sam, what's your I, favorite Batmobile? I don't dislike it. I just I I would say if the Tim if the Tim Burton Batmobile had all the fixings of um the Nolan Batmobile. All all like the gear and gadgets. Yeah. Okay. But you know what? I I'd probably have to say the Nolan one because 
it can slim down to the size of the Tim Burton Batmobile. That's true. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's, that's the Tim Burton Batmobile probably handles like a fucking boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is hilarious. And the tumbler is pretty cool, but and it can split off into the bat cycle, yeah. which is pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> it's not a car. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, uh, Marvel Comics has struck a partnership with Japanese media company uh, Suburaya. I can't remember it. productions. Uh, my Japanese is incredibly rusty. I'm so sorry, Harper Sensei. Uh, um, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Were you ever good at Japanese? I actually was. I took two years in high school, and then I took, <laughs> I, then I took Your two years in college. Your high school offered Japanese? Yes. My high school offered Spanish, German, was, and French. It was German, Spanish, French, Japanese, and Latin. You went to a private school, didn't you? No, or I went to a public ca- school. Oh. This state is weird. <laughs> His face was like caught between confusion and mild arousal. Like, <laughs> like 70% of the people in my high school did Spanish, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and then like in Los Angeles <laughs> right <laughs> no and then like 28% of the rest did French and then that marine 2% did German so <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I mean in middle school they make us take they made us this is so off topic <laughs> <laughs> they made us take um, a semester of uh, French German Spanish and Japanese um, you have the option to do Latin but then in high school like you took one of those like full time for like two years. Like yeah. I, I could I can still write Japanese, still kinda read it a little bit. No way. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're way off topic. Speaking it is it's rusty because I don't use my mouth that way. I gotta uh, say I'm often. a little impressed. Uh you should be. Uh Christ on Infinite Earth uh is getting a comic tie in from Marv Wolfman and uh Mark Guggenheim. Wait, wait, wait. The wait. The, the, sh- the, sh- the show. The CW show. Yes. The, so the, the show that was based, based on, on a comic, comic is, is getting, getting a, a comic. Tie-in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, this is the opposite of what we want to happen. <laughs> but seeing as we've already watched the first three episodes, it is different. It's very different, yes. Uh, not very different, well, but different enough. Yes. Uh, it's a, it's an adaptation for sure. We'll talk isn't about, even a blonde. We'll take we'll talk about that later. <laughs> it isn't even a blonde. We talk about that the next time. Yeah, yeah, or two times from now. Whenever, whenever it wraps up. Uh, Marvel Comics has laid out plans for launch parties and midnight releases for Iron Man t- uh, twenty twenty number one, Guardians of the Galaxy number one, uh, Thor number one, and Marvel's X number one. Uh, those last two are are recent add ons. Uh, DC artist Jorge Jimenez has announced that he'll be drawing Batman um, beginning with March 4th, uh, 4th uh, number 90. Um, if you think about the Justice League stuff that we read and talked about a while back. Sure. <coughs> just did that thing. <laughs> uh, and I just choked on spit so hard. Uh, that's, that's the artist. He's the guy that, that did a lot of drawing. So I'm, I'm expecting that Batman to look good. Uh, Marvel unveils a new event, and they called it an earth-shattering event for 2020, and it's they called... Call everything an earth-shattering I know, event. <laughs> I know, I'm so tired of events. Uh, they called it Empire, E-M-P-Y-R-E. Okay. I don't know. They Like, like the description, they were like, this event features redacted and redacted and redacted. Make sure you come back to see what happens with redacted. And I'm like, well, why are you even bothering to to tell me all this if it's all fucking redacted like the important shit's redacted i don't you're killing me 
whatever. You're killing me. You're really killing me. You're fucking everything up. Uh, and Batman versus Rachel Ghoul. Uh, a delay here. Uh, four and five have been rescheduled. Four is now being released on January 15th. And five is now being released on February 12th. Uh, moving on to Worlds of DC. Worlds. Uh, Watchmen is HBO's most watched new series since Big Little Lies. Damn right. Rightfully so. You know, it's it's interesting because it's so I personally have not watched it yet. Um, I've watched every I've, second so cool. multiple times. I've been catching up on a lot of stuff and I haven't had time to, to start up on a new series. Fuck the rest of that stuff. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. That's And that's really what I've been getting the vibe of because people who don't watch uh, aren't like regulars to the genre have been posting like on social media like, holy shit, like... It's just the storytelling is amazing. So it seems it's like amazing. the writing this is pulling week. everybody in. Yeah, no, this last week was great. Oh my god! Like if you're reading this week uh, in DC TV, which comes out weekly, um, obviously this week in DC, uh, but um, it's been scoring strongly oh, it's, every it's week. Such a great job. There's only like what two episodes left or something One. like that. One. I would not be surprised if this season was put up for like or, or won not. a bunch of Emmys. It's not. It won't what? be because the list, the list the list came out like two days ago and then it's not nominated at all. How? Because they're assholes to this genre. No, but it's a thing on TV. Like that's yeah, usually. Yeah, I know. I know. I looked at the list and I was like, that doesn't deserve to be on there. <laughs> Interesting. That's why we have the twisties. <laughs> uh, True. Yeah, it's gonna make Jesse happy. Warner has put its long simmering Flash movie back yes, on the schedule. Yes, I saw. Uh, with a new release date of July first, twenty twenty two. Yep. Uh, and of course, your yep. boy Ezra Rubber Miller. Band Nam. <laughs> I'd sing it, but I want you to sing. yourself for the rubber band. Uh, Stars to jam. Ezra Miller's back as Barry Allen in The Flash. As long as they write him better, I'm fine. As long as he doesn't run like a fucking freak of nature, I'm fine. Well, now, he he needs to. He doesn't doesn't need to look like a freak of nature running. That's what the difference is. I mean, but the CW does that so good by comparison. The running I can put up with, they just need to fix that writing. Yes, it was bad, but I can put up with it <laughs> as long like, as they fix the character. You know what it's like? It's like a Blades of Glory. <laughs> with, like, Will Ferrell and John Heater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like he's he's poorly ice skating. That's what it is. Uh, that's good. That's real good. All right. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Uh, Shazam has a sequel. Shazam! <laughs> Thank you. I forgot. I legit forgot. Uh, uh, start over. Shazam! Shazam! Sequel has landed on April 1st, 2022, and that's no April Fool's, y'all. <laughs> Sorry. Sam's in the middle of drinking and, uh, yeah, whatever, stupid. Um, J.J. Abrams is being courted for a new Superman film. Ooh, okay. Which hey. is interesting. Um, you should take a break. This is weird. Um... So DC's plotting films in the future, so with Superman and Green Lantern, um, but they've explored making at least one of those R-rated, if not those and more, and I don't, 
I don't know how I feel about Neither that. of those two should be R-rated. Neither one. I, I like Green Lantern could be just but due no. to dealing with aliens and you know whatever. But Superman should never. No. If Superman's not any worse than a PG, like in my eyes, it should just not, not, just don't do it. Um, speaking of Green Lantern, uh, Jeff Johns' Green Lantern Corm uh, film is core, Corm. <sighs> That's that kind of night, you guys. Green Lantern Corps film is still a priority for Warner Brothers. Okay. I, I would love to see one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Birds of Prey and Suicide Squad are expected to be rated R. Not surprising there. Sure. Those should be rated R. Those <laughs> better be rated R. <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman 1984 uh, writer and director Patty Jenkins has revealed that she is executive producing a spinoff based on the Amazons. Um, I'm looking forward to this more than The Trench. Yeah, because uh, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and they're more interesting. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we got more than just two minutes with them. Yeah, exactly. They they showed up in multiple movies at the very least. Uh, Joker will be available on digital HD starting December seventeenth of this hmm. year. Uh, three weeks later, on January seventh, twenty twenty, is when you can pick up Whack and Phoenix on Blu-ray. Okay, as Joker. Or yeah. jerker, <laughs> the jerker, or you, or the yerker, soft J, <laughs> so stupid, soft J, hard R. <laughs> uh, so Zack Snyder, this whole Snyder cut thing is not going away. I am so fucking sick and tired of this. I'm uh, not. I kind of want to see it. I want to see this so bad. At this point, I'm just like, if it exists, release it. If it doesn't, then shut the fuck up about this. I agree. Uh, but we know it exists uh, because Zack Snyder released a photo. Of the like the film of the Snyder Cut, which is reportedly three and a half hours long, and this is the shit that I'm tired of. Like, stop giving us all these little teasers and stuff. Either do it or don't. Like, I'm done with all this bullshit. I agree. See, it's 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 annoying for us, right? But to them, they they have to play the game still, no matter how big they are in an industry that grandiose like they they still have to be like slightly humbled to it i mean you know I guess, so it's been over two years now i get it <laughs> but say say they want to release a snyder cut yep. right there are things that they have to do that's going to cost millions and millions of dollars to finish special effects um, like just, just one thing. And that will cost millions of dollars for Warner brothers. Maybe in the grand scheme of things, not a huge deal, but there's all these back end things that then need to go into place for them to even release the Snyder cut. You, you mean like, uh, kind of like what happened to Sonic the Hedgehog? That, that uh, yeah, no, it's exactly like that. Okay. okay. But if that's the case, then just stop. 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 Yeah. I agree. Stop teasing it. Because if you're not going to go through all that to release but, it. But what they're doing right now, I actually think is pretty genius in involving not only the director, but the cast. And I think they kind of trolled Henry Cavill in, into all this stuff because he he wasn't like pretty, he wasn't like apprised of the situation before. It seemed like, it seemed like Jason Momoa, he watched it. Like he said he watched it. Henry Cavill said he he never seen it. He doesn't know if it's finished, whatever. So he kind of got trolled into it. But all this social media attention, 
is really kind of... It literally pops up like once every like week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty genius. And it trends very high on Twitter. Yeah. And, th- and that's the genius of it because it, it pulls all its attention to it. And because of that attention, it makes money for Warner Brothers. And that could play <laughs> really big into the completion, if it's not finished already, of the Snyder Cut, or at least to the release of it. So really anything that I'm seeing of it, I'm like, all right, well, even though it's annoying, it's probably raising this, the chances of us actually seeing this thing because it's making money for Warner Brothers without even being released in a really, like, runaround way. It is. So, I'm pretty hopeful. We'll see. So, that's that's just my insight to it. it. I mean, it'll it'll happen or it won't. I mean, that's, that's the long and short of it. Yeah. Uh, the Batman casts Peter Skarsgård Skarsgård Sarsgard. I was just saying it in my head over and over again. Sarsgard. There's no K. Um, Peter Sarsgard uh, in, in an unnamed role in the Batman. That cast is getting pretty big. It is. Well, he's reported to be the, to be Two Face, right? I I didn't see any concrete reporting. That's on it. that's what I, I saw. Ch- I checked it today, and there was nothing. Okay, it was it was still unnamed. Gotcha. It's that's it's probably some speculation. Starting to get a little worrying then, because if it is Two Face, you also have Penguin and Riddler. It's starting to get pretty hefty. Well, if they're going after the long Halloween, you pretty much have your rogues gallery all in one story. Maybe. But it's supposed to be more of a detective story, and I figured like one to two villains is probably enough. Yeah. It should be. I mean, but then again, like Hush. Hush is kind of a detective story, and it features multiple villains yeah. as well. I, I, I think that they're they're trying to go off of people knowing who the villains are already yeah. rather than establishing full-on backstories in solo movies between the protagonist uh, and antagonist every single time. Like, I don't know. You're treading these same villains over and over again. Like you can do that with a somewhat known villain and just like focus on one villain. And I think it would be just as effective. Yeah. If, they, if, if they were just like kind of run-ins here and there, like I'm fine with it. But if they like took someone like Zaz, some people might know who Zaz is and like make that like the kind of the focus and like a mystery behind that and like yeah. sort of the text of thing. I think that would work. But here's the thing about like, any any of these movies, as long as the writing is good, it doesn't and matter. It, it does not matter if you know who these people are before and after. If you're going into a movie expecting a good movie and it's written well, you're gonna like it. And that's where DC's kind of struggled. <laughs> yeah, that's that was actually literally what I was about to say. Do you truly trust DC right now? They've gotten to, oh, they've, better. They've gotten better, of course. But Shazam was good. Wonder Woman was good. Uh, Aquaman was fun. Uh, Aquaman was fun. I enjoyed it about a year ago at this point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Jason Momoa, Dreamboat, do what you gotta do. But even even my wife, who is like really easy to like, kind of shit on the the genre a little bit. Like she she just has no patience for for dumb crap. Um. I have all the patience for dumb crap. <laughs> she actually enjoyed Aquaman. As like a fun movie, she's like, "Yeah, there were some really fucking dumb parts, like, <laughs> like when they did the remix of uh, Africa by Toto, um, <laughs> when they when they did like those stupid slow mo shots of like Jason Momoa for like 
they were like half slow mo, half like normal speed. It's just she called out the bullshit, but was like, you know what? Despite all that, it actually was a fun movie. So they they are. They're getting, capable. They're, they're they getting there. Yes, that's the word. And I think that's why it's frustrating when it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, the uh, Arrow uh, executive producer says that Crisis on Earth X nearly ended the crossovers. They said they were just feeling just fatigue and burnt out because I imagine it's a lot of work. And then they did Elseworlds. And now they're during <clears> Crisis. <throat> and I can't imagine because I've watched every show <laughs> and it's. It, you can tell there's a lot of work that went into it. Like even the regular episodes of the show, you can tell like the lead is missing as they're shooting Crisis, and it's just it's a ton. It's a ton of ton of work. Um, finally, here Reno nine one one co-creator and actor Thomas Leno Lennon. Mm-hmm. Leno, Jesus Christ, wake up! Uh, has been cast to recur as Mister Mixie Spitalik. For oh, Supergirl, Jesus. seriously, yes. So they're replacing <laughs> Mr. Mexiplex? The, yeah. So they're replacing um, the season two actor, which you know makes sense because that was the episode with with Barry and Kara. The, the like they did a bunch of singing. Oh, that. Do you remember that one? Jesus. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So they replaced that actor. That was awful. Um, what a low point. And, uh, and I mean, they're both good sing- singers. I mean, it's, it's a foolish ass episode, but they're both musicals good singers. I just are love how abomination. No, get out of here. Yeah, how musicals are interesting. No, and fun. I you just, ever played in the musical pit? Oh, so off topic. I'm gonna keep moving. Listen, any 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 movie that has any musical aspect to it. Really, you don't like Disney movies? I I love Disney movies. I fast forward through every fucking song. What are you crazy? All right, that's, that's a debate not the for another time. Is. Let's keep going. Sorry. sorry. All right. Uh, sorry, I've missed the story. Titans, uh, Damaris Lewis has been promoted to a series regular for season three as Blackfire. Um, okay. Spoiler for later. Really? Her hologram really did that great of a job? Yep. Spoiler cool. for later. Moving on to MCU and their TV stuff. Uh, ABC will tri- uh, air a tribute to Stan Lee on December 20th. Uh, it'll be called Celebrating Marvel's Stan Lee. It's a one-hour special and hosted by uh, Agent Coulson himself, Clark Gregg. Uh, Chadwick Boseman has said he wants nothing to do with a Marvel slash Disney Plus series whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Which I found hysterical. That was the first story that I that I pulled after, after the last news and I saw it and I was like... That's fucking great, <laughs> but he was like, he's like, well, we're doing everything in the movies. Like, why? Why? Yeah. Why? I kind of, in a lot of aspects, I agree with him. But it's <laughs> hysterical. Uh, so Tom Holland actually talked about that that phone call that he made to save Spider Man in the MCU. He said he was drunk during the phone call. Yeah. And like crying in an absolute mess. Uh, so. <laughs> I just found that to be just kind of funny that a drunken Spider-Man saves Spider-Man. According to Marvel Kevin, Black Widow will change how you watch Avengers Endgame. I did see the headline for that. I'm uh, I'm curious. I'm curious about how, because he didn't say very much outside of that. And I I get it. He doesn't want to give much away, but that's interesting as shit. Because Hawkeye is Taskmaster. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, too. That's why. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Um, Marvel's multiverse is the key to phase four 
and to the mo- uh, movie and TV crossovers. So that's kind of interesting because multiverse is fun uh, when done right. Uh, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk series will be on Disney Plus, um, as we've discussed previously, and will all be near completion at the end of next year. Uh, confirms Marvel Kevin. Uh, Marvel Kevin also confirmed that another big MCU crossover is on the way, so I'm guessing that's probably Avengers or possibly even like an Avengers versus X Men or an X Men versus Fantastic Four, something, or, or like even that. possibly Fartman's own uh, Secret Wars. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Marvel uh, Entertainment, the the TV studios, um, that's being folded into Marvel Studios. Um, and they're supposed to have, they're expecting dozens of layoffs, um, as a result, which kind of sucks for those people. But, um, among those, uh, Marvel fired the showrunner and all the writers for Tigra and Dazzler, which I'm all right with that. I didn't, oh man, didn't need either of those. Shoot. Uh, (laughs) apparently Walking Dead star Stephen Yun, who played Glenn, if you watched The Walking Dead, uh, is being uh, eyed to play Namor, which um, it's I'm interesting. Sorry, who'd you say? Stephen Young. Okay. Do, do, do you do you know who he is? No. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. Um, I he, thought I did. I think he has the f- physique and look to play him. Um, that'd be cool. Zac Efron is apparently the top choice for Adam Warlock in Guardians Three. That would be interesting. I I think he's got the look. I think Listen, he's, he's got he, good chops too. He really does. Um, he, and he, he, he's not he's, just a pretty face. He's proven it. Yeah. yeah. No, I like him. So, uh, Justified actor David uh, Muner has been cast in Hellstrom and will be Agent Finn Miller, uh, who's a, not a character from the comic books, but just created for the show. And finally here, the Irishman actor Stephen Graham has joined the cast of Venom 2. Uh, I haven't watched The Irishman yet because it's like three and a half hours long, and that's a long time to a movie. I heard it was movie. crap, too. I heard it was good. I heard it was like mind-blowingly good. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Our friends are different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wrap up here with some video games. Ooh. Um, Marvel's Future Fight, the mobile game, has added a version of Deadpool's Mercenary Squad, the Mercs for Money, which is comprised of Slapstick, Gorilla Man, and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Warhead. Jeez, I can't talk tonight. I'm sorry, you guys. This is fucking terrible. Doing a good job. <clears throat> no, I'm not. And finally here, Marvel's Spider-Man sequel is rumored for a 2021 PlayStation 5 release. Yeah, I saw that was pretty soon. That's yeah. I'm sorry. What? You heard me, bro. Rip here. Marvel's Spider-Man sequel is rumored for a 2021 PlayStation 5 release. Yes. Yes. And that's your news. So, also, there is one thing I was talking to Jesse about uh, that has to do with video games. Um, the Telltale Batman series that's been coming out which is like chapter by chapter oh yeah um they are releasing that for playstation 4 uh we um what's the latest we 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 you we you the switch the switch i just wanted to say we you <laughs> switch the we use dead yeah it's been dead for years right yeah. um kind of want one. so ps4 we um fuck switch. you Fuck you. Uh, PS4, the Switch, and Xbox Juan. Um, they're releasing all the Telltale Batman as one piece. 
uh, with a DLC add-on. Uh, so even if you played the first two chapter two stories, yeah, the first two series essentially. Yeah, first two series. So you get the the first two series put together with the DLC add-on for twenty five dollars. That's actually not bad. And improved graphics. Which I don't. Now that I think about it, I don't know how they can really improve. It's all kind of cell shaded. So I don't know either. <laughs> but that was one of their selling points that they said. Um, so. I guess. So there's that. Um, if you already have purchased Series 1 and 2, you can buy the DLC for $5. Uh, this hasn't been released yet for consoles. Uh, it was kind of like a uh, like a misinformed leak kind of thing. So people started to look for it on their stores, like the Microsoft Store and the, the PlayStation Store. And it's actually listed there, but you can't buy it yet. That sounds dumb. And it doesn't have a date for when you can buy it. That's pretty normal, though. Yeah. So, uh, you just keep an eye out for that if yep. you were looking and for it. If you have no idea what the hell we're talking about now, there are two reviews up on thetwistedcape.com. One for each, Batman and Batman Enemy Within. So, read those if you're a little lost That's or confused. True. Yes. I want to get an idea of how they play and how they feel. So uh, that was all of our news for the night, and like I said, that was like three weeks worth of news. <laughs> it was it was a lot. It's like what a solid forty minutes worth of discussion just now. Probably. I mean, we, we kind of we 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 slipped off to the side pretty hard there. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I actually think we did a pretty good job of not doing that. There were there were like two or three times where it we could, did. It could have been way worse. It could have been absolutely way worse. Um. So and we are actually under a half hour. Jesus, look what I did. Uh, Yeah, so for the rest of the night, we are actually going to be talking about, uh, did I say this in the beginning, or did we say this? No, we didn't talk about this in the beginning. No, okay. Uh, So we got uh, character information for you tonight. Yes. Uh, We're going to talk about the two massive trailers that dropped that I did not include in the news for a reason, because we're going to talk about the trailers, and then we're going to wrap up with some Titans. I'm flexing my, uh, my Nightwing shirt. For it's all awesome you people, shirt. I can't see that. Yeah. Which is everyone. everyone. not in this room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's where we're headed. Okay. So we're going to do a character breakdown, like Mike said, and it's going to be of Moon Knight. Um, yeah, Jesse. so last time we did a little thing about She-Hulk. Um, yeah, we're, we're cycling through the Yeah, Disney got a Plus. new series coming up, yeah. so Moon Knight's got another one coming up, so we figured tell you who this person is. Yep. All right, so let's get into this. So, let's be honest. The only reason Mike is even here is to talk about Spider-Man, Batman, and Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight, a.k.a. Mark Spector, a.k.a. Jake Lockley, a.k.a. Stephen Grant, a.k.a. Mr. Knight, has been around since 1975, where he originally debuted as a villain. He later got his own book where he was rebranded as the hero. Uh, Mark Spector is a mercenary who was gravely injured in the desert and was resurrected by Khonshu to be a guardian of the night. Moon Knight's most distinctive characteristic is that he has multiple personalities, which makes him one of the first superheroes to operate with a mental illness. Additionally, he's head-to-toe he's head to toe clothed in white and often uses it to his advantage. Due to his mercenary background, Mark Spector has received extensive combat training, including being a master marksman, master martial artist, and weapons master. Early on, he was gifted abilities based on the lunar cycle, but writers faced that out because it seemed out of place and stupid as time went on. Uh, due to his unstable mental state, 
much like Mike. Uh, yeah. Uh, he is resistant to telepathic attacks and influence. Mooney is often compared to Batman, and it's because of two things. He's violent, and he's got lots of toys. In addition to a tricked-out white suit, he has several distinct weapons, including crescent darts, a truncheon, which functions as a club, nunchakus, and a grappling hook all in one, uh, and crescent, uh, I'm sorry, crescent launcher pistols. He also got a cool helicopter piloted from his friend, Frashi. <laughs> Moon Knight, despite being around since the 70s, doesn't have a ton of stories really until you get into the 2000s, where he exploded in popularity, unlike me. We'll start with his origin and then rock it forward. So he originally showed up in Werewolf by Night, number 32, as Jesse mentioned, uh, where he was a villainous type of character, but they thought he was so cool that the team at Marvel converted him to a hero. Fast forward to around the time of Civil War, uh, to Moon Knight, volume 5, issue number 2. Uh, Moon Knight has now killed his longtime enemy, Raoul Bushman, and cut his face off with a crescent dart. Normal thing to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this, yesterday. Yep. Uh, this volume is iconic in both that it's brutal in nature and it's incredible in art style. Uh, coming closer to present day, the standard for Moon Knight is From the Dead, which also features a unique art style and a trippy story that makes you question whether or not this is all in Mark's head. And we get introduced to Mr. Knight, the detective persona. Finally, in a significant recent story, Infinity Wars, which gave us Infinity Warps, Jesse's most favorite names <laughs> of all time, uh, that gave us Arachnite, which is a Spider-Man Moon Knight amalgam. So that's Moon Knight. Yeah. All right. Uh, so thanks for checking that out. Uh, now we're going to move into the blockbuster trailers for next year. Uh, Black Widow and Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Oof. But let's first talk about Black Widow. Yes. Yes. Uh, that trailer looks pretty awesome. It does. Do you two think it looks awesome? I think it looks fun, but not it, great. Mainly because it looks like most of the action <laughs> was taken from the last like half hour. And I'm looking forward to that whole entire like sequence. Yeah, yeah, I get that. the The combat in this does look a lot more like hand to hand and less like CGI related, mm -hmm. which is what a lot of Marvel's been doing lately. So to see like actual physical practical effects is going to be pretty nice. Yes, it'll yes. be refreshing. Yeah, because you really don't see that, especially coming off of Endgame and everything. Yeah. So, what were your questions really when you were watching that trailer? Like, what questions like popped up in your head that you kind of want answered? Um, like for me, initially, it's why the fuck are there so many suits? Because she's in legit four different suits. Well, I mean, that kind of fits the character, though, doesn't it? Like, she's supposed to be a master of disguise. Well, and I think they were going through, like, they were just doing, like, a clip show. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So it's not like she's like, going to be able to outfit change every five minutes. You don't know. I that. mean, she could be, but I wouldn't put it past Scarjo. I, I kind of think it, it's going to be answering the question of. Where the red it, in her ledger comes from. So so that, and then at the end of Endgame, they ask, like, you know, did she have any family? They say, we were her family. But it kind of seems like she had some family. 
Well, so, even at the start of this trailer, she's like, I had nothing. And then I met these guys, essentially. Yeah. But then she calls someone's but sister. That could so also just be Elena Belova. It could just be a like different the, black, black Widow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 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 clearly as she says it, like sister in quotes, yeah, in air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's she's actually villain, a villainous character in the in the books. Um, but you just spoiled the plot twist of the movie. God damn it! Uh, so is Red Guardian. Red Guardian's not necessarily a good guy, <laughs> uh, but we're we're American, so of course I don't know right. how I feel about All David Harbor in this. So, um, so there was some internet blowback around that where. He's basically being fat shamed. I can't get <laughs> like, the fuck out of here. People were like, like, don't fat shame. And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> but he is. I mean, he, he, he's. Like, you're not I mean, mad even, about the fact that you got an American to play a Russian? He's he's even joking about it being, it was like, oh, it still fits. Like, yeah. We can, he, he knows. He knows we know. Let's, let's be adults here. Uh, why are you making a big stink about someone being fat? <laughs> yes. It's just like. What? So, you know, my, 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 how the turntables. What? That's not how that goes. <laughs> to, to quote The just, Office. Just ignore him. <laughs> oh, you, come on. No Office fans here? No. I've, I've never watched it all the way through. Oh, get the fuck out I, of here. I've, in, I've enjoyed what I've watched, but no. Um, so I got a very distinct born Identity type of action vibe yeah. from, from that one, like, apartment whatever fight scene and i'm hoping to get more of that as long as it's like that then yeah, yeah. i'm all on board uh, obviously i think we're gonna get like the big destructive moments but yeah i love hand-to-hand combat it's not the movie i'm looking forward to the most next year but i'm not not looking forward that's to new it. mutants isn't it oh yes <laughs> here's the thing chick's heel goes through a fucking glass window yeah and goes down if for the rest of the movie her achilles tendon isn't Completely torn. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to get torn, but it very, very, it likely very should likely be. should. And uh, yeah, I mean, just if that doesn't happen, Marvel loses all credibility in my <laughs> the, opinion. The Black Widow program doesn't do any like super soldier sort of thing, right? No, no, not no. really. They're all just just masters yeah. combat. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Maybe she got boots. Who knows? Yeah, you, yeah. you never you you know. Got, long, boots. Just tall she boots. got boots. Yeah. What she got boots. What if she got a knife back, like stuffed down her uh, shoe back of her shoe? Exactly. Could exactly. be you support. Even, you, you know, know. You don't even know. She got, she got she got a clip back there. It's probably you know? very likely she has a knife there. <laughs> actually, I'd be disappointed if she <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if they actually explained that in the movie, like how she spends her life through it and she just pulls out a knife. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so, why didn't you uh, tear your uh, Achilles tendon? So like, she can knife. knife, bitch. It's like, oh, got it. Smart, 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 smart. They trained you well. <laughs> um, I feel like this is a good way to send that character off. Yeah, it's uh, sad to see her on yeah. screen again. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it hurts a little bit. But the thing is, um, to have this movie because we know she dies, it has to add something else to the MCU besides just seeing her off. And that's where Marvel Kevin's statement comes in. Yeah, like it changes how you see see Endgame. And we've all seen all the trailers for all the movies leading up to this. How many times have we had a fucking bait and switch? All the time. Yeah, like the last 10 of them. So what do you guys think is going to be added to the MCU that 
we just have so no fucking idea. The very idea. first question that I had written down here is, what did you really get out of this trailer? Nothing. Nothing. Hand to hand combat. Like we, that's basically we know the she goes to Russia. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> like they're, they're so good at Secretary Ross is in it. Yeah. They're so good at telling you nothing. You watch you watch that shit for two minutes and literally got zero actual value out of it. Mm-hmm. Um which is incredible to me that, that yeah. people have jobs and can do that. <laughs> um do you have any concerns about this movie possibly being disappointing, or any disappointing aspects of the of the trailer? For me, it was Taskmaster. Like the design of Taskmaster, just come on, man, just give him the hooded cape. Give give me that skull. It was actually kind of reminiscent of the piss poor job they did with Crossbones in Civil War. Yeah, it's just like it. You know, you know what it really reminds me of, for for comparison's sake. Transformers, hmm. like because during those fight scenes, you can basically not tell which Transformer is doing what because they all basically look the same, and that's kind of the same design issue. Like if that's if, if Marvel has a problem outside of always killing off their villains, that's that's an issue because they all just kind of look. Eh, it's metal and guarded. He's got some skills, but they should just pull a Grandma's boy. And uh, it, you know, go Eternal Death Slayer and just change the color of uh, of the soldiers. And look, and I, I said before we we were recording this part, like um, like that might not even be his final form, you know. <laughs> this is not my final form, fool. This is not my <laughs> final form. Uh, but his costume might evolve over the course of the movie because what sure. if that's a flashback? Yeah, you know, like you just you just don't know. You just don't know. Flashback. <laughs> so. All right. So you got anything else on the Black Widow trailer? Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. Also, I did like the the Marvel Studios in the in the Widow. Yeah, the Widow design. logo. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, they, amazing. I, f- I feel like they're, they're really going to do this movie justice because it's been a long time coming. Yeah. Honestly, I and I hate to say this because it, it would just be such a really a shitty reason to make this a good movie, but I really think they're going to do a great job with it because it's the first, like they feel like they have to do justice to the woman in the Avengers. I mean, we just ignoring Captain Marvel now, but no, no, she was the original, the original Avengers. Yeah. And like, you know, besides Hawkeye, like he's going to show and, and Hulk. Hawkeye's getting a show and Hulk will probably pop up in She-Hulk. Yeah. They just, I, I feel like they're, they feel the need to do her justice because. I'm more hoping they feel the need to do her justice just because she's dead now. So like, this is like her final send off. Yeah. And, and she's been just so great throughout the entire. She has been. You no. Know, yeah. The entire time. She's really been a she's linchpin. Had, like a lot of character growth between the first time we see her in Iron Man 2 and, and now. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So, yeah, I absolutely agree. All right, uh, let's move on to Wonder Woman 1984. Jesse, I'm going to let you start off here. I love the music that they picked. I don't yes. know what it is about it. I just love it. <laughs> like, I love the style that they used. Because yeah, it's not the entire thing. Everybody like, does. It just 80s, it colorful. felt like the 80s. Like, they just captured that perfectly. But, like, the action that they showed, holy shit. 
Oh that, my god. Is that bitch web slinging across oh lightning my, bolts? That was the best. Holy shit. You That's my favorite part. I cannot wait to see that. But why is she doing that? Don't I don't care. Worry about it. Just fly. So what? Well we've established she, she can she fly in the DCU? Kind of. She kind of she jumps. <laughs> Falls with style. Yeah. I just oh, watched Toy Story. Sorry. Cool. So she's not using her powers. Well, depending on uh, on what you're reading, she can fly or she can't. Uh, like she doesn't always fly. I got curious about that jet, though. Is, is, is that, that the, the invisible, invisible jet? jet? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. And then I kind of hope so. Then you got Steve Trevor again. Chris Pine, the most underrated of the Chris's. I was I was actually thinking that as I was watching the trailer. Good, good pull. Um... Yeah, I mean, he's got great comedic timing as well. Oh, I love him. He's um, my favorite of the Chris's. I don't, I don't know. He's my favorite. I, I don't even know how I'd rate the Chris's. I just love them all so much. <laughs> the Chris's. <laughs> no, there's four of them in all these movies. I mean, <laughs> it's much. it's Christianity, you know, like, who, That's who, true. who are you going to put up top? <laughs> Doesn't matter. They're all great. Uh, you put them all in a bowl and just pull out a name and I'm good with it. Um but yeah, I just love the whole aesthetic. Uh, my favorite part of the trailer is that bullet popping up. I was just about to mention that too. Like she just smacks it out. Oh. Like, oh, you're such a badass. I just love how they gave it a role reversal this time where in the first one, like Steve knows what's going on and Diana's just like, what the hell is this? What's that? And now it's the other way around. Yeah. Where Diana's like, oh, that's just that and that. And Steve's like, ooh, like, that's with my fanny game. pack. Let me go check this out. <laughs> Uh, we didn't really get. We got to see Kristen Wiig a little bit. Yeah, but I'm curious about how that whole cheetah thing is going to look. Because that can be great, or that can be another installment of DC fucks up again, and I don't want it to be. It could be we're either going to get something great, or we're going to get the Cats movie. <laughs> I I don't see that's terrifying. By the way, like yeah. I, I didn't see the redesigns. Shit. I didn't even see the originals because I was like, I am not ready to have nightmares. So I've I've switched to streaming Hulu. And it popped up, and I couldn't get away from the oh, ad. God. And so I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, this is fucking terrifying. <laughs> this is absolutely, like, the craziest thing I've ever seen, and not in a good way. So, no. Don't, do not like. I don't foresee Patty Jenkins putting out a, a bad story. I agree. I completely agree. So, like, and you, and you have to think, like, all these stories that we that we watch for these movies, completely fucking outlandish. Yeah. So oh, yeah. so out there. Of course. There. So you have it, to suspend a a healthy amount of disbelief. Yeah. Yes. So literally any of the movies that we've ever watched in this genre has the ability to go from good to fucking sucks <laughs> in about like two lines. Yeah. And you're you're <laughs> the you're, guy in Venom. <laughs> you're, you're just like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you're tiptoeing, big guy. I want you to strut. So, this movie needs to strut. I think it will. I, I mean, did you see that armor at the end? It's going to strut. It's going to strut hard. So, whereas Black Widow's a movie I'm just like lukewarm about going into, Wonder Woman's the one I'm looking forward to the most next year. I think Wonder Woman had such a strong first movie oh, that yeah. it, like, I, I was like, I need the second one and I need it right now. Just Gal Gadot in general. She's wonderful. I'm just... I don't even know about that. It's she's just good for the character. It's just a large. I have a much more macro problem. Like, what what are you doing? 
Oh yeah, no. Like, what the fuck are you At actually doing? At this point, I've just I kind of given up on that. <laughs> I don't like, care. Make a good movie, movie by movie. But just do that. But that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I'm our expectations so much. I'm looking at it like, okay, well, you you have so much potential. Like, I understand why teachers used to get mad at school in school when kids would just fucking waste their potential and just not not do shit. Like, because I'm looking at this and I'm going, you guys have all these strong pieces and you have no goddamn plan. Make a plan. Make a plan. Stick to the plan. Trust the plan at all points of time. Trust trust the process. Yeah, 100%. Just just fucking do it. But it's like they've shifted course so many times. It's like, you're going to do what I did to that plane in Jesse's GTA game and you're going to shatter it because you're constantly <laughs> changing directions. Wings are just going to fly off. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> I have not. Uh, did you end up like fighting to a shark or something also? Maybe I did. Maybe I did. <laughs> Don't worry about what I did. All I know is it was hilarious. Alright. Uh, so those are our two trailers that we that we watch have come out within the past like week or so. Week, like literally last um, week. So they're pretty pretty week at time of recording. Yes. Pretty pretty big things that have come out so far. Um anything else on that, you guys? Oh god, we lost Mike again. <laughs> this thing that the view I just said I just showed you. <laughs> you were like, yeah, pretty big things. <laughs> it's like it, it was already pretty big when we started. <laughs> so Never mind. Don't what? Worry. So, like, the, the Medusa thing. Like, thinking about, you're like, oh, yeah, it's pretty big. Uh, yeah. It's pretty big when you start. Maybe I'm already ne- rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. It's stupid. Um, Comics out of context are yes. wonderful things. Mm-hmm. All right. So, anybody got anything else? Nah. All I right. think we should move on to uh, Titans. Jesse's not buying it first. That. Oh. I got a little beef with Titans. Okay. So, a little preview, I guess, into Titans that we're about to talk about. For season two. For season two. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of traveling that the teams and various people in the show do. Yeah. A lot um, of driving. A lot of driving. And, like... Correct me if I'm wrong, but the entire season takes place over like two weeks or something like that. It's, it's a very short time frame, right? I, I don't remember the exact time it, frame. I don't even know if it's a full two weeks. And not very gas-efficient cars either. No, they're, they're very old like, cars. Don't, don't think driving a pickup truck. Yeah. Like yeah. a big-ass pickup truck. Yeah. They, don't, they don't have jobs. That probably no. runs on diesel. Yeah. Okay. So how, tell me, how can they get like back and forth across the country about five times in like two days? None of these people can fly. <laughs> <laughs> they're without, driving without jobs no gas money they they're just driving yeah how the fuck did you man i drove cross country once and it took me a week <laughs> how i mean i i can't explain it suspension of disbelief <laughs> speed of plot <laughs> the fuck people, people who watch game of thrones are familiar with the speed of plot uh but yeah i i the fuck <laughs> no <laughs> fuck that shit <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, okay. that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Damn. It's uh, something that's that's uh, good to not buy. All right, so season two of Titans. Yes. Uh, oh, season two. So season one versus season two. Uh, do you think got better? No. 
So you just kind of hated it. No, I didn't. Yeah, you kind of did. I yeah, did it. After, after I finally watched it, I realized that your poll was awful. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. No. We'll come back to that. No. So season, season one versus season two. Did it get better? Sam says no. I wouldn't say it got better, but I wouldn't say it got worse. I think it got better. See, I, I would I th- agree with Jesse. It didn't get any worse. It didn't get any better. I, I think... Which was frustrating because it should have gotten better. I did enjoy it. I think it got better telling the story than, like, there was no production lapses. Yeah. So, nope. like, you didn't a have tighter a, than that. You didn't have, like, a what the fuck moment at the end. Yeah. Um, I think it took some risks. Um, like what? Uh, so, first of all, having Bruce Wayne can overshadow anything. Sure. Um, having Bruce Wayne as a fever dream and making him dance in a bar, that's a risk. <laughs> that is a risk. And if you don't make it work, which to me it worked, I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was funny and it broke up the monotony of the season. Uh, <laughs> that's, you know. I'm sorry, the monotony of the season? Like yeah, it was boring? No, not like, just like, it could just be just all melodrama okay. all the time. And like without some levity to to make the character seem more human because we joke, we make we we laugh at stuff even when things are dour, like because we're just terrible people at times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it makes sense for that to happen. So no, it's not like I'm saying it was it was boring. Like you didn't like it because <clears throat> all right, so clear. next question next question. Here we go. Is there enough action? Sam, what's that? I said, is there enough? Is there enough action? Um, I I think it was too sparing. I really do. I think it was too sparing, and I didn't enjoy how it was just pretty much for, for the most part just like one person at a time action. And even when you got that one person at a time... Can you explain that a little more? Yeah. So, like, each episode was really just based around one person at a time. And in those one episodes, uh, or in the in each episode with the, that one person, you really didn't get that much action, if any at all. And that bored me. That on top of, I'm not into Jason Todd. I, oh, God. I, I, I hate I, him. I think his acting was fucking shit, ex- except for like a few moments, um, and yeah, it just it it really did not pull me in. Yeah, so I will say Jason Todd has a a one trick pony effect where he just says "what the fuck" a lot. Yeah, or uses the word "fuck." Like that's it. That's yeah. pretty much all he's got. But I I do have to admit, I'm leaving. What the fuck? There's, you guys don't tell me anything. There's a moment, all right, and so spoilers. <laughs> there's a moment towards the end where Rose, like, confesses that she's been feeding intel to Dark, yeah. dark Side. <laughs> I wish it was Dark Side. To Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. And he kind of breaks down. He's like, yo, I One of those moments, that was good. completely opened up to you. You just fucking spit in my face. And, like, I felt genuinely bad for him there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that that entire episode because I think she he takes her to his school where he used to live or whatever. It was well. like a, just like a theater he used to like yeah. bum around in. Yeah, because he was homeless. And like I felt like bad for him. Me too. Like, it was probably the only time that really happened. Yeah. Um. Outside of realizing that he had been programmed, like there there was a there was a point in the 
uh, one episode towards the middle of the season where he's basically staring out the window and his eyes are just flickering. Yeah. It's, like, right. it's like, yeah, he's been programmed by who, when, and for what purpose. And I don't really think that ever truly got. No, he I, th- was I just thought he had PTSD. Yeah, it was PTSD from him falling off the building. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it looked. It looked. No, that was to me. him watching the windows on the opposite building uh, flashing by. Yeah, as he was falling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was that was fucking uh, tough to deal with. So to to be honest, like I I think there's there's a theme here, like through throughout this episode um, of our podcast of wasted potential, and I think the thing that frustrated me the most was season one had a lot of those episodes where like you know it'd do individual character building and you'd get to know this character and you'd be like all right cool like we're getting to know this person there's a lot of potential here season two and i don't think you get it i i i i didn't i didn't get that payoff from season one with any of these individual characters it was almost like they hit the reset button and was like well more character development because fuck if they need it you know like it just they didn't they didn't all come together in season two um like i thought they would it was way more spaced out and individual which was exactly like season one and so to to a degree yes um so to me the show is all about dick. That's going to sound way worse than I intended it to, but that's the guy's fucking name, so get over it. So the first season is about him shedding Robin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second season is really about him discovering who he is and becoming, and becoming, becoming yeah. his own man, which sure. is Nightwing. And that, I think, is the core story Yeah, for, for the entire show. And you know what? And they do a good job of that. Yeah. And I think everything that happens around that is also important, like how they told the story of the old Titans versus the new. I loved the back and forth between, all right, this is what the Titans used to be. Here's why they broke apart, which was even still a little bit misleading because Dick was carrying a lot of guilt for killing Jericho when, one, he didn't actually kill Jericho. Mm-hmm. Two, it was not his fault. He he realized that Deathstroke fucked up, fucked up bad, Um and went to do something about it, and Jericho died just coincidentally, I would say, because he just tried to save his life. Um, now, all, all that, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like that was more central to the story than some of the other characters. Like, good. Well, no, I was going to say, I, I understand his remorse about the Jericho thing, though, because... Don kept telling him leave the kid out of it and he just kept pushing he was the one that kept involving but him but they told him to be Batman and that's and that probably what, what Batman, Batman would have done and I mean that's not his fault they, like they pushed him they were like go full Batman and he was like alright All right. I mean it's a tool in the toolbox I gotta use it um, Hank and Don not the most interesting, I will say. No. That was one I was like, you, I think we're spending just a little bit too much time Shocker. with Shocker. Like an addict relapses. Er, like, like, early in the season, fine. Like, because it's actually kind of important to see them try and get out. Yeah. And they get drawn back in. But then after that, maybe take that exit and just chill with that. Donna. I love Donna. I really I did. And I... 
Do you, I, I never I, never bought into her character. I did. I liked her. I was again spoilers. Was upset, disappointed, disappointed, disappointed with what they did at the end. There was no reason for it. There's there's no like I just don't accept that she gets all shoot to death. No, like that just doesn't that doesn't mesh for me. Like as soon as like she kind of slumped she's over an, on the thing. She's an Amazon. She's yeah, a fucking Amazon. As soon as she slumped over on like the beam afterward, I'm like, oh, she just got knocked out. Whatever. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's not dead. And That's then fine. they were all of a sudden like at a funeral. I'm like, wait, 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 what? Yeah. Now see, to me, it would have been more impactful if Hank had died saving Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I thought was going to happen. Because that's redemptive, and then Dawn has to find a way to move on. It's a better storytelling, but killing Dawn after after already seeing Garth die early in, in the flashback up front. No, you mean Donna. You've been saying Dawn. No, because Donna dies. Donna dies saving Dawn. Okay. So if Hank dies saving Dawn, it's a better story because then Dawn has to deal with the survivor's guilt. Correct. Later, and that's but, better to unpack later. Okay, yeah. So, like, having having Donna die is dumb, in yes. my opinion, after we already watch her lose Garth earlier in the season, I, which which sucked because I, I thought he was a cool character. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> they did a good job, like, flushing out that character in, like, the episode and a half he was in. I seriously thought I missed something when Donna died because I'm like, well, that doesn't make any fucking it sense. Doesn't. It, it, it It makes no sense. Like, why the fuck would they do that? And it wasn't even like at the hand of Deathstroke or anything. It was just, you, you, it just happened. Yeah. Like, okay. It just didn't, it that, didn't make that, sense. That was, that was my big gripe. I, I did not like that at all. Um, so since we're talking about kind of Garth and Donna and all that stuff, what do you guys think of the costume designs? Well, we don't have one for Garth. No, no, we don't. Which, well, no, we don't. Does he? No, does he's he, fucking naked every single time. Uh, I mean, he rips his clothes and he's naked. That actually kind of makes sense. It it does make sense, but he's he does have a costume. So, so, so go- no, no, Gar, not Garth. Yeah, oh, because yeah, Aqualad. Aqualad. Okay. We're okay, talking, so for, we're not talking about Beast Boy. Okay, yeah. for for Aqualad, I actually kind of liked it. I loved that. Yeah, it, it was cool. Yeah, I th- I, th- I got a very Aquaman movie. Yeah, yeah, very consistent. That's what they were going for. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. which I, th- I thought was was great. Uh, I liked Wonder Girls. I did too. Costume. Yeah, thought that was really good. I love the Nightwing outfit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Well, I'm wearing the shirt. Uh, I love the one with the blue. Um, it's just simple and sleek. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I love how they they talked about it being functional and more like there's it no was cape. Acrobatic. Yeah. There's no cape to drag. Exactly. Like, and I was like, it's a lot more it's limber. Just, and it's just, just like fits perfect. Him. And it's like the armor's better. Mm-hmm. Like it's just reinforcing all the right places for him. Yeah. yeah. I just thought I thought they were very thoughtful about how they explained that. Hawk and Dove. I mean, it's basically the same costume yeah. from last year. It looks cool. It doesn't really do much. I mean, does it look cool? Yeah. It's better than some Fine. of the some of the comic designs. Have you seen some of those? No, Dude, Jesus the, Christ! The the Dove costume is stupid as shit. Of course, I feel like, like the few what, times what I've actually seen Dove in comics, it, it's pretty bad anyway. So yeah, I mean, Dove it's, an, all, it's an awful costume and, either yeah. way. Uh, didn't get anything with Raven. We didn't really get anything with Starfire. Superboy. Or... Oh yeah, his T-shirt. <laughs> no, but like that's you have that's, money. 
<laughs> Can I have it? Yeah. <laughs> I love that they basically just treat him like a four-year-old. Yeah. Like the entire time. Um, they did a great job with him. Yeah. I, I really liked him. I liked Crypto. Like his his episodes were actually, like Connor-centric episodes were, were pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed those like a lot. Um, those are probably the episodes I enjoyed the most. I, I'm just curious about you know, moving forward with Cadmus and Superboy and reforming the Titans, so on and so forth. We know there's a third season, but you guys watched our first episode of uh, Crisis, right? Yeah. Yeah, I watched all. All right. So, mild spoilers for, for Crisis. Like, the Titans Earth gets wiped immediately. Yep. Immediately. <laughs> uh, like, I think they gave it a uh, designation Earth 9. Uh, I don't I don't remember off the top of my head. I yeah, I'd have to go rewatch have to re-watch it. it. But, like, you see you see Jason Todd and... Yeah. and <laughs> talk and whoop gone uh so you know they're gonna put that back before they move <laughs> forward uh maybe address that too like maybe you should kind of talk about this yeah because no, uh, they're just gonna breeze past it everybody's dead remember when we died <laughs> all of us like if there's one thing that Good i've times. learned from watching crisis now is that the arrowverse does not care about continuity <laughs> because remember when I went in, well, when I started watching Batwoman again and I said, Oh, I wonder how they're going to deal with this time jump. No, nope. No, just going to ignore it. Talk, talked about it. Yeah. But now Elseworlds takes place outside of the events of all of this continuity for Batwoman. But like, but like they reference it. Exactly. But it's like, Oh yeah, last year, but I'm still kind of new to this. What? Exactly. What the fuck? Exactly. Let's, I, I, let's I not know. worry about that. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll show up no. at some point. No, they're just, just going to uh, move past it. I, I don't even know. So let me ask you guys: if they were to make a season three, they are, are when they make season three of, <laughs> of Titans. It's like yeah, they already they already booked that shit. Um, if it is similar to season one and two, would you guys still like it? I mean, I, what do you I, mean by similar? Well, season one and two are very similar. It's very personalized each episode. There really is no team moments. Um, there are team moments in the first season. Eh, very few and far between. Yeah, they are. Um, that, that, that's factual. And they're not very long when they are there. Would you guys in, still enjoy Titans? I think I'll enjoy it no matter what. Because it's... I mean, I love the Titans team in general. Okay, but it's not but, really a team show. As of right now. Like, you have to pick the right story. Like, you got to tell the right story. Because if you try and tell, like, two or three stories over 13 episodes, that's not really going to work. Like, I, I I don't know. I think they did a poor job of season two it, doing the story that they did. I think they could have told the story in half the time and done more with the season. See, there's a problem. You have a big cast. So you're trying to develop. They don't need to do everything with every piece of the cast member and, you're, and you're, you're trying do to make hour-long them. episodes for an individual. You don't need to do it. Well, I think you're trying. I mean, the Hank and Don stuff is actually two characters for the hour, but. You, you don't. It, it, right, but you don't even I mean, need to do that. I mean, it's simple math, dude. It's math. You don't need to do it. And it's just. Maybe you do. It's It's driving me nuts. Because then you start to like think about, all right, well. Okay, but well, they could have done that in the first season. Yeah. Not really, because in the first season, like, like you've gotten used to, like, let's say Hawk and Dove, you've gotten used to them being who they are, but now they're dealing with an actual relationship problem that splits, winds up splitting them apart. 
Okay, now they're going to be Hawk and Dove, but not Hank and Dawn. Oh, my God. God, you're such a hater. Fucking nice. You're such a like, fucking hater. Damn. That's <laughs> First, so there's not enough action, and now there's too much story. No. There's no character development, and, and the action that I get, I don't like. Why? <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. I disagree. If you if Okay. Going back to my initial question, if season three is like one and two, would you like it? Again, it's it's hard to tell because I don't know what story they're trying to tell. I knew there was Deathstroke going into if this. If they try and tell a really good story, but they do it in the format of season one and two, where, no every, where everything is broken fine, up into fine. personal episodes. Fine, fine. I like it. I like it. I'll just say I like you it. You like it. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. God, why do you have to say it so condescending? You like it. What? Uh, thank you for answering. <laughs> the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we're having our first big disagreement here. Yeah. This is what's happening. I think I'd be all right with this. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm not in love with the show, but I enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. You just don't like the show. You've never really liked the show, and that's okay. No, That's man. okay. Just say you don't like the show. At least give me the credit for things that I think will be bad and then end up being good, I admit, are good. <laughs> sure. That's true. That is, that is objectively true. I do. And I have not enjoyed this because it's been seemingly a one-trick pony. Hmm. Kind of want to run run the tape back of the first season, <laughs> the discussion that we had. It the but the first season surprised me because I thought it was going. I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be, and I admitted that. Okay. But season two was the same as season one. Uh, it didn't. It, for me, there was no. I, I disagree with that. There was no statement. development in in the storytelling. They they did the same thing as they did in season one. They didn't bring everybody together. It was all divided. Now I will agree with you there. I you think know? it does need to probably be more of a team show. Yeah, that's what the, uh, like the that, fucking Teen Titans. Like, come on, uh, Titans, not Teen Titans. Or, it's a Titan. Two different teams. I'm just, just I'm not trying to split hairs. No, try to be honest. Thank you, but bring them together and build. Make the season built around a story where the team is together and they have to face something together. Not all split up into their whatever factions, dealing with their own personal bullshit. Well, that's half the fun. But you could do that with them all together still, mm. and that yes makes no. and that makes actually things more interesting if they're all together but kind of separated. Really, personally. you you want to keep robbing around? Huh? You want to keep robbing around? I do. I don't. I do. I kind of wish they they'd killed them all. He's he's. They still might. <laughs> they took a poll. They were like, "Should Robin live?" And <laughs> like, are we back in the eighties? People were like, "No." <laughs> yeah, man. He's he's uh he's a pain in the ass, but the, everybody needs a pain in the ass. Would've been better if it was Damien. I kind of mm. would. He no, like that that personality. I mean, type it fits Damien a little. If bit I'm gonna more. pick between the two of them, I'd rather pick Damien. But rather than Jason Todd, yeah. he like he should have been cast as Damien. Yeah. Saying, uh. What did you think about Bruce Wayne? The casting, the way he showed up, when he showed up. He was interesting. Wasn't a huge fan, but... So, he was on Game of Thrones, and at times his accent snuck through a little bit. Yeah. Um, Is he I, British? I think so. Yeah. I noticed that with, especially during Crisis with Ruby Rose. Yeah. Like her Australian yeah, accent comes that. out every once in a while. I noticed mm-hmm. that, too. Um. I thought how they used him was interesting, like as a, like a fever dream type thing for Dick, because it it's it really acted as an internal voice for him 
in in his struggle. And that's a that's a key point right there is an internal voice. It wasn't actually like the majority of the time that we saw Bruce Wayne, it actually wasn't Bruce Wayne. It was Dick Grayson's perception of who Bruce Wayne is. Yeah. And we already know he's got a difficult relationship with him. Yeah. Which is what made that so that interplay so fun to watch. Yes. Um so it was it was different. It's it's definitely like a different take. Like if you go into it expecting the Kevin Conroy, literally any any Bruce Wayne that you've ever seen depicted in cartoons or the live action, you're not going to get that here. But and I, that, I think that like was that. my problem. Was I went into expecting more of that traditional Bruce Wayne sort yeah. of thing, and then we got this. I'm like, that's not quite Bruce Wayne, but I did I did like it overall. It was different. It was a different Because it was different. Because yeah. I've seen brooding Bruce Wayne. I've seen Playboy Bruce Wayne. Like I've seen. Like I didn't see. I haven't seen Mentor Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. which is why I think I liked it the most. I think it actually did a great job of building um, an interesting dichotomy to the character, because even when he's Bruce Wayne, like in the shows or the cartoons, he's still kind of like a serious guy. Still Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but but here it's like no he's he's dropping some some f bombs he's kind of being a little bit goofy here and there kind of roundabout in the way he like says things and like tries to teach a lesson as opposed to being like Batman direct and teaching a lesson yeah you know what I mean well I mean also you have to think about it like this Bruce views Dick as a son yeah you don't always want to give your kids all the marbles to figure shit out right away. It helps if they come to the conclusions themselves. Does. So that's a likely the relationship. Well, basically what I got from it is that's the relationship they had. Like Bruce would drop breadcrumbs, but it's up to Dick to pick up the breadcrumbs and make it to the end. Right. Um, so yeah. Uh, anything else? Anything else? No, I think that about covers it. I think now th- the screaming's done. I, I think the, um, <laughs> Jesse's like, stop screaming. <laughs> I think the uh, <laughs> I think the CGI was actually uh, pretty great for for the season. It's better so, this time around. Yeah, I'm still disappointed that Beast Boy is still primarily Tiger. So with yeah, the one stink. So I when he went into Cadmus, I was like, oh shit, they're gonna unlock a bunch of animals for him. Yeah, and then they were just like Tiger. I was like, oh, exactly. Yeah. Beast Boy is probably hands down my my biggest disappointment. Biggest disappointment. Yeah, yeah, that's the words. Those are the words that I cannot think of. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, the exact same thing. Like there's there's so much potential there, and it's just like oh, only Tiger. Mm-hmm. And we got a snake briefly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We did get a snake. The very beginning. That was at first. I was just like, "Wait, is that actually Beast Boy, or is that just some random snake?" No, it's, yeah, it's actually Beast Boy. Right. And then he popped pop up, I'm like, "Oh, it actually was cool." So, like, so why stick with the tiger all the time? Do you do you just not want to spend the budget on animating Probably. multiple animals? Probably. Like, at least give the man a bird. <laughs> give him a bird. There's a bird a lot. <laughs> just be a bird. Fly away, far, far from Let here. Him fly. Um. All right. So there, there is something else to uh. What do you guys think about? So there's an episode where all the women that are part of Titans mm-hmm. all show up in a diner. Yes, in Elko. In Elko, and they meet Bruce Wayne, 
who mansplains uh, <laughs> why they should get the Titans back together. And at the end of the season, you find out that actually was not Bruce Wayne uh, at the diner who walked off with the donut and hopped into a sports car. Which was also funny as fuck. Yes. Uh, I, lo- I loved I loved that scene at the beginning where Starfire walks in. And she's like, do you guys make donuts? She's like, no, we don't make donuts. And she just fucking has a meltdown. It's like, you have flour? You have sugar? Dude, you can make fucking donuts. She's like, yes. Yes, you make them donuts. So what do you think is going to come of that? Well, they kind of hinted at a sort of explanation of that maybe it was just like Raven kind of putting forth the telepathic well, sort of thing. I think that's a larger story in that her powers are developing and yeah. she's not quite in control. Yep. Um, so I think that could be interesting to deal with. I mean, she she, sub- she subconsciously killed a guy. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. he was an awful, awful individual, but... But she still straight murdered him. Yeah. Murk that bitch with a gargoyle, which, uh, I mean, there's, I'm going to go out and buy an animated gargoyle, please. <laughs> um, and then also, I was not a fan of Starfire's story throughout the season. They didn't. I felt it was a little lackluster. I loved her in season one, so I think she was probably mm-hmm. the biggest disappointment for season two. Uh, I just felt like I didn't get. More than Gar? Yeah, because, like, to me, Gar was just kind of like yeah. at the same level as season yeah. one. So, whereas like season one, Starfire was phenomenal. I loved her. Yeah. And this season, they just kind of let her down a little bit. I think that the way that they set it up is that that will be a larger story in season three. Yeah. But like, here's where I'll kind of agree with Sam. Like, you don't need to spread that out through the entire season. Just drop that in like the last two episodes. But I understand, like, you have to explain why she's not where she is. Whatever, fine. But, you know, maybe put that put that in the back end of an episode or something like that. Sprinkle it throughout, like, two episodes at most. And, you know, basically set up her next season as her as a central character and her sister as well. But, yeah, Starfire was, uh, was not written as well this year. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but besides that, I mean, it's, I um, I I actually am looking forward to season three because I want to see what they're going to do differently. Okay. I I'm, I'm very hopeful for season three yeah. that they're getting past all this personal stuff and just are are going to bring everybody together. So, I'm just kind of curious what they're like because <clears throat> a big part of Titans is. Death and resurrection. Um, mm-hmm. Happens with Donna. Uh, happens with Jericho. He eventually gets his own body. Does not to share with his sister, which is fucking weird. Yeah. But, I mean, he was also sharing with his dad for quite some time, so that's also fucking uh, weird. He wasn't sharing. Well. He was trapped in his head. I mean, he, he could do stuff at times. But do you really want to see life through your, through your dad's eyes as he's, like, killing people and whatever else he's doing? Uh. That's weird. I don't want that. I don't know if it's better or worse through your sister. <laughs> but <laughs> either way, he he is uh, probably the Hi, the Jason. Guy. What, what are you doing with... Uh, what, what, are you what, do, what are you doing stop, with us? Stop. Don't, don't touch. Stop. Don't touch. 
Talk, what are you doing with my sister? No. Yeah. That's that's that weird. Torture. Weird. Like legit torture. And you're seeing it through her eyes. It's like, <laughs> Yeah. No. No, no, no. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see how that develops. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Exactly. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's it, though. Yeah, that's it. I mean, we're coming up on an hour and a half, so yeah. 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 A long time. Well, there was a lot to unpack. Was. There There was a lot of news. We and... got to yell at each other. It was nice. I love you. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Love you too. Yeah. Just think you're wrong about that. Listen. Things. That's all. Here's the thing about disagreements. <laughs> People can have them and still get along. Yeah. World. Um, so. Don't take... be so goddamn polarized. Yeah. Man. Anyways. So uh, next week, what are we talking about? Next week, we are going to do the Marvel and DC year in review, okay. which is always fun. And drum roll, please. We will do our twisties announcements. Oh, yeah. uh, in addition to the announcements, I'm sure we're going to be running a contest. Shazam! Uh, <laughs> just had not snot come out my nose right there. It was good. Uh, and uh, we're going to probably announce that contest as well. Uh, so make sure you're checking out stuff on TwistedCape.com. Uh, all of our social, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, at the TwistedCape.com. At the TwistedCape.com. You fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, uh, the YouTube, there's not much there, but uh, we're, we're working on it. We'll, we'll get some stuff up. Yes. Um, A lot of new things coming the way. Yeah, make sure you sign up for the newsletter, uh, which goes out like once a month. It's not really much, but you know you get some insight. Yeah, that's what's going on, and um, yeah, just enjoy, enjoy cool. life, <laughs> enjoy life. Michael Clyburn, <laughs> twenty nineteen. I don't know. That's not my best one from this be, year. I think was the Limp Bizkit be thing this year. <laughs> Be best. Be, be best. <laughs> oh, wasn't the, uh, the the crunchy noodles thing this year? Crunchy noodles? Like, what? we're talking about uh, Limp Bizkit? <laughs> Sometimes you just like yeah. crunchy guitars. Just oh, like yeah, unclosed yeah, yeah. ramen. Right, wasn't right, that this right. year? <laughs> yeah. It was this year. Yeah, it's probably Oh, All right. boy. All right, so Let's everybody. Let's end this. And until next week, everybody, I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Everybody stay twisted, and thank you so much for listening. 